Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be Every Failure is a Learning Experience. Well, I've got an email here from a young guy. He's in college, and he's met this woman in class who's given him all these signs that she's interested. She's playing with her hair, she's touching his arm playfully, laughing at all of his stupid jokes. But recently, he asked her out. And she kind of gave him a less than enthusiastic response and basically said that she'd have to get back to him regarding her schedule. And so what we're going to talk about today, you know, what's interesting is that I see this so much in my life. Like attracts like. I'll give an example. It seemed like everybody that I did phone sessions with today was, was involved with somebody. In other words, they were like the other guy. It's like I, I talk – everybody I talk to today, it's just bizarre. I talk to people from – all of them are from different continents and yet everybody in the same day had the same problem. And it's just kind of bizarre how that works out. Sometimes I'll, I'll be sitting at my computer and I'll see like phone sessions come in, two, three in a row with within like a minute or two of each other and these are people that are on – they're not all – none of them are on the same continent. And you wonder how that can happen and then you – where you can see like several hours or maybe a day with nothing but – and then people literally within a minute of each other on a different continents, it's just boom. It all shows up at once. I remember back when I was in real estate and we used to advertise in television. I had an infomercial that would run on the weekends on Saturdays and Sundays and we would run the same commercials, same time every week. It was all scheduled ahead of time and sometimes our phone literally would blow up with with leads and with phone calls and then there would be other times the very next next week you'd get like 25 percent of the phone calls or the leads and we i remember we would look through like holidays or just trying to see if we could make heads or tails of it was there something going on that weekend and it's just kind of the ebb and flow of the universe and especially like when it comes to dating and relationships like when you see the prevailing mindset that's in television, that's in movies is that you see it so much. It's like you find a person that you like or that you want to date or that you want as your friend or somebody that's in your life. You just have to pester them and be obnoxious and stalk them and eventually they'll throw in the towel and want to be with you because they could be the one. If you can just convince that one perfect person, i.e. the person you have a fantasy about, to be with you, then organs will go off, fireworks will go off, orchestras will play in the background and you'll live happily ever after and you'll be written about you and your relationship and your experiences will be written about in newspapers for generations to come. And it's just a ridiculous fantasy. And as I was sitting there going through this guy's email and thinking about the phone sessions that I had today, it's like every single one of these guys, different continents, all with the same problem. And they just happen to all be scheduled in the same day. And I just find stuff like that interesting and they all have the same problem. These are women that are with their boyfriends and in some cases, one of them was married. These women are bouncing back and forth between the guy that they live with or the guy that they're dating and these guys that they're having the affair with and a couple of them, I mean this shit has been going on for years. One of them was like the better part of a decade and I, I do phone sessions with women sometimes where I see that where she's dating a guy 
And he's like, well, I can't divorce my wife yet. You know, it's a difficult time. We got to wait until after the school year, or I got to wait until this business deal closes. There's always some kind of excuse, and they all sound reasonable and plausible. But the reality is, this schmuck is lying to his wife, and he's lying to the woman that he's having an affair with, and saying whatever he needs to say just so his boat doesn't get rocked in his personal life. And people put up with this and they literally enable that person's behavior because they think somehow, someday, some way, if they just put their personal life on hold long enough, eventually that other person's going to change your mind or their mind, I should say, and they'll, they'll want to be with you. And when I was younger, I used to believe that bullshit. I used to believe that it's just a matter of time. The right line, the right pickup line, the right timing. I just need to be more patient and then it will all work out. But the reality is when you put your life on hold, when you stick around waiting for somebody else to change their mind so you can either be with them or move on, you're basically communicating that you're not worthy to have them. That you don't, you're not bringing much to the table. You're not looking. You're not showing up for a potential relationship from the perspective of that you actually have something to offer. That you're a true equal. You're showing up like a person who is treating them like a celebrity. And just the very nature that you treat somebody like a celebrity and put them on a pedestal and act like you're not worthy is going to cause them to agree with you. If you value yourself and you love yourself and you know you have choices and you know you have options, if somebody's not available, if you ask out somebody and they're like they got to check their schedule or get back to you, sometimes it means that's just their excuse because that's how they're going to blow you off. And other times they really genuinely have to check their schedule and get back to you. And there's also other times that they're really not that into you and they're thinking I'm going to probably blow this person off. However, if you just let it go and you say, sure, fine, you take that at face value, maybe a week or two later, they finally do get back in touch with you. But at the end of the day, what you always got to think of, and this applies in business, in your career, in your friendships, and in your personal life, what is my outcome? What do I want to achieve? And when I ask that question to people when I'm doing phone sessions, First thing, I'm well, I want this person. I want them to fall in love with me or I want my ex back or I want my wife back or I want my wife to stop cheating on me or I want my husband to stop cheating on me or I want my boyfriend to stop cheating on me. I want my girlfriend to stop cheating on me. I say, no, no, no. What is your outcome? What do you want for your personal life or what do you want for your professional life? And they usually say something along the lines of, well, I just like to date and hook up or I'd like to eventually settle down and get married or I'd like to just have a girlfriend or a steady relationship. And then I say, okay, well, tell, let's talk about this particular person that you're dating. What do their actions communicate about their integrity level? And like, especially like today, with I'm dealing with every single one of these situations are, are guys that are either fucking a woman who's married or fucking a woman who's with her boyfriend. And many, most of the cases, this shit's been going on with these same people for years and it's just amazing talking to them, getting them to take a step back and see the situation for what it is because of this story that they tell themselves and most of the time when people get involved in these kinds of situations, they get involved with people who just are not capable of giving them what they want 
And so you shouldn't look at rejection or somebody who is not enthusiastic about spending time with you as being a bad thing because the right people will be enthusiastic. They'll be glad that you asked them. But most people, they don't circulate enough. They just sit there and they keep trying to change things and they wait around. They buy the bullshit excuses, which the excuses sound plausible. But at the end of the day, when people like you, they help you. They'll make it easy for you to be around them. And when they don't or they don't really perceive you as being valuable or maybe there's another person in the picture that they happen to be dating and that situation is not resolved yet. If you focus on your outcome, what it is that you want, you put your invitation out there and if the other person doesn't accept it, you're moving on. You're not waiting. It's like a limited time offer. If you notice in most advertising, whether it's a car sale or for a home loan or or whatever happens to be, everything says limited time offer. In other words, it create, why do they do that in advertising? They do it because scarcity creates value. In other words, if you don't take advantage of this opportunity right now, you're going to miss out. Scarcity creates value. But when people get in those situations, they show up and initially they're acting like, hey, I got a lot to offer. And then they just sit around and they put their lives on hold. And then they're just kind of stuck in neutral and they're never going anywhere. And meanwhile, life is just zipping by. Like, one of the guys I was talking to has been involved with this woman over 10 years, a decade of his life with somebody who's married to somebody else. He's been the other dude for a decade. Think about that for a second. Fuck that noise. That's insane. That's just not a smart way to go about it. But if when somebody's hung up on someone like that, especially for 10 years, they're never going to circulate enough to see, wow, I really do have a lot of options out there. It's really just a matter of of time before you find the right person. So I have a quote that I wrote and I'm going to go through this guy's email. It's a really short one so it be, should be quick. So the quote says, when we want or feel like we need someone or something really bad, we often tend to get caught up in our fantasy of what we want and ignore the reality that what we want does not seem to want us back. This is where focusing on our outcomes above all else instead of individual people or things we want, prevents us from developing unhealthy attachments. When we become attached to someone or something, we set ourselves up to suffer unnecessarily when we want reality to be other than it is. Becoming successful at building our ideal personal and professional life is only possible when we co-create with like-minded people who want the same things. Never waste another second of your precious, limited, scarce, invaluable time with someone once they demonstrate that they're less than enthusiastic about having you around and being on your team. Being with the right people is easy and effortless. Being with the wrong people feels like work, pulling teeth, and swimming against the current. That's what I saw today in all the phone sessions that I was doing. Tremendous amount of struggle, tremendous amount of mental effort, tremendous amount of just time sitting at home by themselves, stewing over their next move, what they're going to do, when they're going to see this person next, when they're going to have sex again, and putting their whole life on hold. And they're not able to see it because of the story that they tell themselves. Well, if I just wait a little bit longer, if I'm just a little more patient. It's a bad way to go. I mean, this is what a lot of what I did in my early 20s. I was always looking at 
I, the fact that I was interested. And you never really know what's going on, especially like when it comes to women. You never really know what's going on in their life. You don't know how many guys are in their life. You don't know about any exes that may be in the picture. You don't know if these women have any integrity. You don't know if they cheat on all their boyfriends. You just don't know what you don't know. And it's just better if you approach, whether you're a man or a woman, that you approach people that you potentially want to date and put them on probation too. Make sure that they could potentially live up to what your outcome is. If you want to have an exclusive monogamous relationship and the person that you just started talking to or going out with has cheated on every single person that they've been with, it's pretty stupid to think that you're going to be the one that they finally become loyal and faithful with. It's just not going to happen. And what's funny is all these guys I was talking to today, they all really had convinced themselves that they're different and they're special and if they were really together, that this person that they're cheating with would totally be faithful to them. And it's like, how? Like one guy was like, 10 years? Like Gerald Salenti says, the Trends Research Institute, current events tend to form future trends. So let's go through his email. He says, hey, coach, I want to say your book has helped me a lot. I've read your book seven times now and I'm on the eighth and I watch your videos daily. Now to the point. I have a very attractive girl in my class and I'm in university. I got her number and I asked when she was free. She told me she was busy throughout the week and said she would get back to me with an excuse, which he says, which he thinks was an excuse for no. So I have not texted her at all. So now a lot of guys in that situation, they tend to fall under the illusion, what I call the illusion of action. She says, oh, I'll, get, I'll have to get back to you. And they say, okay. One or two days goes by, three days go by, and they're like, I haven't heard from her. I have to do something. And then they reach out again. They say, hey, did you figure out your schedule yet? Well, when you do that, especially when you're interacting with a beautiful woman that has like 10 guys that are after her, and she's trying to figure out which guy to spend her time with because obviously she can't go out with all 10 of these guys. Remember, it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. And so a lot of times when women are in these situations, that's why they say they're confused. They don't know which guy they like. And so that's why, again, dating is like a game of tennis. That's hitting the ball over the net. She says she's going to hit it back. So give her the opportunity to hit it back. Why? Because if she really likes you, she'll hit it back. And if she doesn't, she won't hit it back. And if she doesn't hit it back, then guess what? You know where you stand. Trying to force things or trying to force her to make a decision, all that's really going to do is cause you to guarantee that 100% of the time you're going to blow any chances you may have had. Because sometimes there's going to be women that Attraction level-wise, they're going to think you're a five or a six, meaning you're like just barely holding on by your fingernails. And by doing nothing, letting it go, trusting that she will get back to you if she's interested in giving her the space to do that, and there's eight or ten other guys in the picture, especially like you know beautiful young women there on college, they get hit on all the time. And the guy that it's doing the opposite of everybody else. The guy that seems to be mysterious, she can't figure out the guy that she doesn't hear from very much. That's the one that she's going to be most curious about because she knows where she stands with all the other guys because they're calling her all the time. So she knows she can have them. But the guys who are able to resist her, who are not diminished when she doesn't get back right away or they're not diminished 
when she's busy, those are the guys who she will invest more time with because they appear to be more scarce in her life. He says, I have not texted her anyway since we see each other twice a week. Since she said no, should I sit somewhere else? Well, think about it. From the perspective of what's my outcome? Well, I want somebody to date or I want somebody to hook up with or I want somebody to have as a girlfriend. And this woman, you gave her, tried to give her the gift of your time. You extended this wonderful invitation that you had to offer of getting together, taking her out for drinks or dinner, whatever it was that you invited her out to do, hanging out for tea or a picnic by the lake, whatever it was that you planned to do. And her response is, eh, I have to think about it. Gonna have to check that schedule of mine. Yeah, gonna have to do my hair. My, my parakeet died and I'm really distraught over that. It's just so tough. Think, do you really want to spend your time, do you want to spend your money on somebody like that? Or a woman who's like, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I'm, I'm free tomorrow night. Or hey, what are you doing afterwards? Why don't we go have some drinks now? I don't have any more classes the rest of the day. Sure. That's what you want. You want somebody who's enthusiastic about you. But the average guy, when they get this kind of response, they're like, all right, great. I'll just sit around and wait and wait and wait and wait and keep bringing it up every time they see her in class and just get excuses and you get that well I'm not looking for a relationship right now you know I'm not looking for anything you get that kind of a response if you're a gift if you're a prize if you're scarce you're not going to be sitting around with your thumb up your ass you're on to the next candidate it's a limited time offer and there's only one of you so you're looking for somebody who communicates that they really value you. Does this woman value him? Is she really overly enthusiastic or excited? Do you think it would be easy to be on a date with someone like this? Who's going to make more of an effort? A girl that's like, meh, could take it or leave it. Or a girl that's like, sure, that sounds great. I'd love to. When a woman likes you, her eyes get real big when you ask her out. She's excited. She gives you all of her ways of contacting her. But when a woman low, has low interest, you get resistance. And the more, the more you get good at this and when you go out on enough dates with women that really want to be with you and are really enthusiastic and they make it easy for you and they're easy to be with and seduce, these kinds of things, when you see this happen, you don't take it personally. You're just like, man, she's just not into me enough for me to, to warrant any of my time or any of my energy. So therefore, you just move on to the next. She sits right by me and actually moved to sit by me. And so I would definitely sit somewhere else because if you're focused on your outcome, you extended your invitation. It's a precious gift. So remember like if you ever saw the movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, like the one that Johnny Depp did, they have those little wrappers with the little golden certificates. Those are really valuable things and they're rare. People don't just take those and throw them in the trash like, oh my god, I'm going to go to the chocolate factory. This would be great. It's very valuable. It's like a Super Bowl ticket. They're very expensive. You're not going to see those things blowing around in the street. He says, what doesn't make sense is, I know I messed up somewhere, but she was giving me all the singles, signals, hair tossing, slow fondling of your hair, her hair, 
touching me, hitting me playfully, laughing, smiling, etc. Well, the other thing is you don't know this woman yet. Maybe she's got a boyfriend. Maybe she's got two or three guys that she's dating. Maybe there's a guy she has a huge crush on and she's been out with a few times and she's hoping things get go somewhere but she she's waiting on him and she can't really make a decision with you and so she does nothing with the invitation because she wants to give this other guy a few more days before she makes plans with you. And that's why it's so important. The difference between being able to get a chance with the girl, if she really truly is interested, and those are definitely signs that she's interested, but something else is going on. Either she's really not into you, she's taken, she's dating somebody else, but she likes the attention, but you bottom line her actions. And her actions are she was unwilling to make a date. So if you're focused on your outcome is you want somebody to date, well, you've already extended the invitation. Maybe there's some other cute girls in class. Go, so go sit next to them and maybe this girl will go and sit and talk, talk, come over to talk to you when she sees you talking to somebody else or maybe she'll send you a text, especially if you sit in the same place all the time. Again, your focus should be focused on your outcome. You gave her the gift of your time and her attitude was meh. So therefore, why, why sit next to her again? Your attitude towards sitting next to her again should be, eh, you want somebody to date. She doesn't hasn't earned it. As a matter of fact, she's disqualified herself from spending time with you because you want to spend your time talking to somebody different, especially in college. Are you kidding me? You're, there's never going to be another time in your life when you're around so many beautiful single women that are your age that have the same goals, same values. So fucking play ball, dude. Live it up. So you're on to the next. You could take it or leave it. You've extended the invitation and just the fact that you move on and keep looking, keep circulating, sometimes that's enough to push the girl over the edge even if she hasn't heard from this other guy that she may be into. Because again, she's showing you signs that she's interested but something is getting in the way. She could be messed up. She could be a total screwball. She could be on all kinds of medications and you have no idea. But if you're mesmerized and hypnotized by her pretty eyes and her boobs and her ass and her luscious lips, you're not going to see that. But when you date enough and you have enough experiences, you start to see these things. So you want somebody that offers no resistance to your offer of a date. Should I move to another spot in the room? Absolutely, if there, especially if there's a pretty girl there. I was also debating on moving to see if she follows me. Another good idea. Again, if you're focused on your outcome, you're not going to sit in the same place because you've already made an attempt to make a date with her. And her response was less than acceptable. So therefore, next, play ball. It's a very small class, 24 people, and I'm still friendly. You know the usual high bye, but I keep it at that. I don't care that she's not interested. To succeed, you must fail and every failure is a learning experience. Well, again, a young guy like you that's in this position or you know, I have a lot of guys that are much older. They've been with the same woman since they were a teenager and now they may be 50 or 60 years old. So in essence, it's like they're starting all over and that's why it's so important to interact with enough members of the opposite sex so you can see the patterns that I talk about in the book. So you can tell the difference between somebody who really is enthusiastic about you and somebody who has the attitude of, eh, when you get that, eh, that kind of response, keep moving, keep circulating, keep looking for somebody else. 
don't do like what these guys that you know I had phone sessions with today that just they've been wasting their life for years with women who just none of all the and all these guys they all wanted a long term relationship with somebody yet several of them were involved with married women and the rest of them were involved with women that had been with the same dude off and on for years and they just bounced back and forth that's not a healthy situation but if they were focused on their outcome and the kind of relationship they want they'd look at the fact and say well none of these women these, this woman's not available so if she calls me she can be an occasional fuck buddy until i find what i'm really looking for and that's the key don't take yourself out of the game Put yourself out there, circulate, apply the things that are in my book because the better you get at it and the more dates that you go out on and the more practice you get and the more women you're able to seduce, the better your standards are going to grow until you get to the point where you literally can meet somebody and you know before you even start talking to her that she's into you. And then you start talking to her and you're you're literally always together after that and that's really a magical place to be if you've never experienced that before because most people will never know what that's like. They'll never know what it's like to have somebody completely head over heels in love with them and who they feel the same way about. It's like it's amazing for your confidence. It's amazing to be able to walk, to go through life and have somebody on your arm who you feel like is the hottest person in the world and they, you don't need to do any better than that because they fulfill you in every way. They've got the body that, that you want. They've got the attitude that you want. They have the same kind of outlook that you want. They have the same goals. They have the same kind of values. That's what you deserve, but you got to do the work. Repetition is the mother of skill. You got to learn from your mistakes and you got to keep circulating when you get to the no. And at the end of the day, the no, you got to get through the no's in order to get to a yes. And all you need is really one, one good girl. And then you can have what you want. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of the website and book whatever coaching option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.